Hello friends, so excited to tell you about the new Trade Show University YouTube channel where we have five-minute pro tips, we've got longer training episodes, we've got expert interviews, and so much more coming up. Many of these video versions of the podcast episodes that you've enjoyed, plus there's videos there of content that is not available on our podcast, so please go to YouTube, search for Trade Show University, hit subscribe, and binge on those videos, which, which I have designed to help businesses get more leads, more sales, and more profits through the power of trade shows. So go find Trade Show University on YouTube and tell a friend. Do you use LinkedIn for your events and for your business? If not, you will by the end of this episode. You're going to get so much great information on knowing how to use LinkedIn the right way. Let's not waste time. Where's that theme music? Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Trade Show University, the podcast for virtual and live events, and we are going to be talking all about LinkedIn today. And if you are not using LinkedIn, or you think you're using LinkedIn the right way, stay tuned because you are probably going to have your eyes open on the right way to build relationships and build traffic going to your events and I've got here with me today, Troy Hippolito, who is known as the not-so-boring LinkedIn guy. He's also the founder and CEO of the Troy Agency, who focuses his business on helping companies with LinkedIn strategies. And you might be thinking, yes, LinkedIn, we definitely need to know all about LinkedIn strategies. But what we really need is a brand new booth. We need better graphics. We need better design. And who knows, maybe coming out of COVID, maybe you need a whole new brand for your company. This is the time to act, and I've got the perfect company for you, your partner for design and marketing, that is Design Pod Studio. Design Pod has been a longtime sponsor of Trade Show University. Very proud to have them on because they do amazing work. If you're looking for branding, graphic design, or marketing help for your upcoming events, or for your company overall, Design Pod Studio is your answer. They have an exceptional group of creatives that are highly skilled and award-winning in many areas. They give many services that can help businesses, organizations, foundations to be successful and meet their goals. And their services extend from simple graphics all the way up to app creation. Get onto their website at designpod.studio. That's designpod.studio. Check out their testimonials page and see what their actual customers are saying about their work. Phenomenal. Contact them today for a free consultation Email hello at designpod.studio or call them at 844-486-3259. Now, let's go talk to Troy Hippolito. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is going to be fun today because we're talking about a topic that, that we've talked about before and I've, I've mentioned many times on different episodes, and that is LinkedIn. If you're not using LinkedIn today... You will by the end of this. <laughs> by the end of this interview, you will, because I've got on just the perfect person to talk all about LinkedIn, and that's Troy Hippolito. Troy is the not so boring LinkedIn guy. He is the founder of the Troy Agency, focusing on helping business owners and agencies with LinkedIn training and using his proprietary LinkedIn Accelerator program. He previously founded award-winning gamification agency ISO Interactive, and has an amazing story of how he got here, including time serving our country in the U.S. Army. Thank you for your service, Troy. Troy, welcome to Trade Show University and say hello to all our event professionals out there. 
Hey, Jim, thanks for having me on the show. And I hope the event professionals get, get a little good information out of it. And if I can help, I will. Absolutely. I know you will. So, Troy, I guess the first question out of the gate, maybe for a lot of people, why LinkedIn? Why? What makes this platform so great that you want to focus your entire business around helping people with LinkedIn? Oh, yeah. So there's a lot of social media platforms and each one has its own own pluses and minuses. But one thing about LinkedIn, there's over 700 million business professionals on there. Wow. So if you're running a trade show, you want to have access to those individuals and you want to pull that data off in order to kind of build a relationship. So I have clients that run trade shows as well, and they have a similar company that I had before, but they do a lot of 3D development and stuff like that. And so they're primarily hitting the physical trade shows and they need another avenue to bring and build relationships. As you know, some of these jobs are quite large. If you're developing uh, prototypes, 3D stuff, things for trade shows, they're 50K, 250K, a million dollars a pop, yeah. you know? Yeah. And uh, so getting one or two or three more projects than you did previously really bumps up your, your conversions on there, you know, especially on the profit end. Absolutely. So I, I'm sure there's a lot of uh, business professionals. You said 700 million. That's an astonishing number. Obviously, uh, some of them feel they're using LinkedIn great, but probably aren't. <laughs> what are some yeah. What are some common mistakes you see people and businesses doing before we really get into what to do? Well, I'll tell you how I got into it because I was one of those individuals who's doing everything wrong, you know, a long okay. time ago. So my background is a developer, designer, software architect. So I developed both the left and right light brain type of type of things from developing the programs to doing award-winning development, right? With the ISO Interactive. And we were doing well, you know, we're a small agency. We had the programmer and the designers next to each other. It was really cool. It was like making video games and gamification is like, the rock star of programming, you know? <laughs> it's just a cool environment. And you get these uh, really eager individuals that will that will work for you at a very low you know, amount of money for the first year anyway. And uh, so they gain all this experience and they're able to go to IBM or any other local 500, Fortune 500 companies and get a job once they get experience you know, with us. Sure. And so we were doing all right. We were pulling in projects, mobile apps, virtual worlds, you name it, uh, those type of projects for various companies until we weren't doing well. And what happened is Atlanta is a bit different than a New York or L.A. New York, New York and L.A. depend on the agencies because a lot of creative work. Atlanta or Atlanta, Georgia, majority of their stuff is more corporate. They're not as fun. Oh, so okay. what they ended up doing is stop using the agencies. All my work came through the agencies. They stopped working with the agencies and then brought the people within, you know, within the company, killed the whole agency model. So all the people are fighting over the same pennies. So we were doing really well. Then nobody wanted to work with us. They don't care about our, our awards. They were afraid that the work that we did was better than what they did. Oh. And they didn't want their clients to know that. So they were, they were tightening up because they're, you know, they're in the famine, the famine arena, you know, feast and famine. So I said, oh, my goodness, what are we going to do? We do great work, but no one cares. You know, we had all these relationships with agencies now. And I ran to a buddy of mine. His name is Feta. He was from Argentina, moved to New York. 
and he was doing really well. And so I was talking to him, I said, Feta, I do much better work than you. What, how are you getting projects, right? <laughs> I, I was razzing him. He's, he's a, he's a absolute professional, but the style of work we did, I felt was a little, little one notch above, you know, but he said, uh, LinkedIn. I said, what the heck is this LinkedIn thing? Is it for resumes? How are you getting business on LinkedIn? I don't understand what you're talking about. And I ran into another buddy of mine that was a bona fide sales guy in New Jersey. And he said, yeah, all of the business is coming through LinkedIn. And I, and I realized what they're telling me is they were building relationships on LinkedIn. And it hit me. I was an awful dater, you know, like in real life, because I have a type <laughs> A traits. And, I, and I'm very strong and I see what I want is go get it, right? And it, it's equal to uh, looking at someone and seeing this beautiful woman and say, I find you gorgeous. I want to make two babies with you, right? You probably get <laughs> smacked in the face. So that is what I and a lot of other people were doing on LinkedIn on the business end. So we had to learn old fashioned dating techniques, you know? So we never sell on LinkedIn. We always provide value. We provide an avenue so people would engage and learn and uh, succeed in their own ways. And so we have a number of different ways that we do that. But we take a very slow step-by-step -step process that builds a relationship. So people think, oh yeah, I need to get you know, the sales, the sales of 12 to 14 touch points or something before the first call. But they literally take that as I'm gonna message them 14 times on LinkedIn direct messenger. It's just, that's not what that means at all. That's what we call spam. Yeah. And so understanding small bite-sized chunks of information that get, get people to know you is really, really helpful. So they say no, like, and trust, you know, yep. Yep. and there's a litmus test. So the litmus test on LinkedIn is, does that other individual would he consider going out to a high-end bar and having a drink with you in a chat because we're during COVID times you gotta think yeah. if i'm gonna hang out with this one individual talk to him he better be cool because i'm gonna be spilling secret information personal or business or whatever it is so if he would hypothetically say yeah i think i would have a beer or a drink with this guy that's where you want to be on the vibe, you know, and in order to get to that vibe and they talk about all these touch points, it's really about coming from a place of service, being, being human. And so those sales, a lot of sales guys, old, old school sales guys have a hard problem because they have a product to sell and people don't want to be sold. You know, they want to get to know that individual. And if they need whatever it is you have, it will naturally come up. And that's a foreign concept to a lot of people. We talk about these touch points. So we'll use an example. Well, instead of trying to connect and then spamming them all these messages, there's a, there's a better way. Say this individual that you're looking at on LinkedIn. Sorry, I just burped. This, this individual on LinkedIn that you want to get to know. Say, I want to target five people on LinkedIn a week, right? And you may have other things, other people you connect with in a day-to-day -day process, which is very, very important, but you may want to have five people, only five people I want to concentrate, right? And if you have other tasks going on, maybe they're not as important. And uh, these five individuals you know are active on LinkedIn. And instead of sending them a connection request right away, 
why don't you engage in their post? Put some thoughtful engagement. So say there are two posts in a week you're engaging. So you open up, you look at their, you look at their post, you, you, and then you, you like it and you actually start a conversation and that individual replies back, you know, and then you have another post that comes up and they reply back. Well, you know how many touch points that is, those two conversations, once that you actually viewed it, once that you actually liked it, once that you actually posted a thoughtful comment, another when they replied, and that's the important part, and you do that two times, you already have eight touch points by being genuine and just engaging conversation with them, right? So say you engage with those two posts during that week, maybe the following week, you send them an invite. By doing that, they already know you. So yeah. boost yeah. your 15, 30% rate of acceptance all the way to 85%. Wow. Wow. And not that's the first thing. The second thing it does, it moves the relationship along the lines quite a bit. So your, your, your relationship is not, oh, I just connected with you. It's, oh yeah, I already know you. And I just, we decided to connect and you're, you're down the line. So your response and your communication should, should be equal to that relationship. Your ask should be equal to that relationship. So think about that. Uh, you already had eight touch points. You sent a connection invite. That's nine. You know, he accepted it. That's 10. And then what are you going to do after you connect? You know, you have 10 touch points already. And I don't really believe 10, 14, whatever it is. I just believe that when it's right. So, oh, he connected with me. I sent a connection request that said, hey, I uh, appreciate the conversation on your post, blah, blah, blah. You know, if you feel it's worth it, you know, feel free to accept my connection or whatever. And it's really, it's a more natural conversation because that request is specific to a conversation that's been going along the lines already. And then once he accepts, what do you do? You know, you might want to wait a few days and perhaps use your mobile app, your LinkedIn mobile app. They have a cool little feature that you can send a native video in it. So you send a native yeah. video, it's your face. You're talking to say, for example, you, Jim, you know, and, uh, and I say to you, oh, I, I took a look at your podcast. I said, I appreciate the, uh, I appreciate the connection and everything. And I did take a look at your podcast and I, I thought A, B, and C. But what I really want to say, just thanks for the connection. I said, if you have a moment, and this is where the, the ask has to be equal to the relationship. Sure. So I said, if you have a moment, feel free to just take a look at my profile. I put my over my left shoulder because that's where the name, my name is. They click my name, they view my profile. I said, feel free to take a look at my profile. I said, if you see any dots to connect, feel free to send me your booking link. I'll schedule some time with you. Thank you very much and have a great day. You know, the whole conversation is between 20 and 30 seconds long. And I, I'm speaking fast now, but I'll speak a little slower on the video and I'll smile the whole time. Out of one third of the people who see that video, they book with me or they send me their booking link. I don't have, I have no issues getting 35, 45 meetings a week. You know, of course, every industry is a bit different. But that's an easy way to convert. You're not trying hard. You're, you're, you're putting the onus on them to send them to send their booking link. Like, yeah, I think I want to talk to this guy, you know? And so there's a couple of dominoes that need to be in place. Well, prior to that, 
your profile has to be stellar. Like, do I really want to connect with this guy? You know, do I want to tell him to look at my profile? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and all that sort of thing. And so what we do as a company is we help develop a profile where it's SEO optimized. So you have two-way traffic. People can find you very easily. We develop a story along with it. And we create, we create a way to where it's very, very visual. So we're visual creatures. Once they see something good, then they'll start reading. So although 70% of the stuff is visual, the other 30% on the story is what's going to hook them as a person. So it's a step-by-step process. It's a very natural way to do things. So you have to have your dominoes in a row. They, they, they want to connect with you for a reason, you know, that sort of thing. And you want them to come to you. You know, so you always want them to have the idea in their head like, oh, yeah, I do want to talk to him about this, this and this. I do have a little problem that I need to get fixed. And then that leads to a meeting. So what do you do during the meeting? Do you pitch? No, you you don't pitch. (laughs) You don't pitch anything. You know, I have about one or two meetings open for a meet and greet per day. They're 15 minute meetings. They're really designed just to get to know that individual and to fix a problem for free. So I'm there if I, within that short time span, I can fix an immediate problem. There's one of three things that can happen, right? Number one, you put out good energy in the universe and they'll never talk bad about you, you know? Number two, you actually solve their immediate issue. And if they're serious about their business and they're solving it, as soon as they dig into it, this is what's gonna happen. They're going to realize there's 22 other things that only Troy can fix. So they hire me, you know, so that is one way to get hired. Just offer free help. They think you're authentic. Well, you are authentic and you're, you're fixing a problem and you can fix these other issues. Well, they got to pay for the other stuff. The third thing is if they like you so much, they may, they may not be able to afford what you're doing or they may go in a you know, different direction but they can give you a recommendation. You know how powerful a recommend, you know, recommending someone to you or introducing you to someone else? It's much more powerful to do it that way versus tooting your own horn. Yeah. Someone that they trust is saying, hey, you need to talk to Troy, you know, about this thing. That's where 50% of your customers should come from based on recommendation. So simply by helping individuals, you boost your recommendations up, which increases your conversions. And then the other thing for me is just selecting the right, the right type of clients. I have a very specific requirement. So if you don't fit that requirement, I can help you in certain areas, but you may not be a fit for my main LinkedIn accelerator program, you know, and my goal is to tell you the truth. Yeah, you're not a good fit for this, but maybe this person can help you to do that. And more than often, I find out they don't really have LinkedIn issues. They may have a communication issue. They may have an email issue. They may not realize that half their emails don't go through. You know, I I got an email guy. He fixes everything, you know, Mm -hmm. or it may be uh, a job for a different LinkedIn person, you know, that may be a different flavor and, and that sort of thing. Or they could have a business model that doesn't doesn't work. They're trying to figure out how that business model works. Well, maybe I'll have a business developer or I'll give them an idea and I'll connect them with someone that does that thing, you know, to get them on the right track. My job is not to sell. My job is to help that individual 
you know, go where they need to go. And that's it. Wow. So much there. So much to unpack. <laughs> wow. Is it, that's the simple question, what people are doing wrong. And you just, you just laid it all out there. And it starts with that, like you said, using old fashioned dating techniques. That's just phenomenal. And how many people were listening to that and going, Oh shoot, <laughs> I've, I've been doing this wrong. I, and we've all, we've all had those instant message or those, those connection requests and they're immediately selling, Hey, buy my insurance oh, policy, God. buy this, buy that. And it's like, I don't even know who you are. Why would I, why would I ever do that to you? So come, <laughs> come and another thing you said, come from a place of service. I love that offering the, yeah. offering the free help somewhere along the line. It's a great way to, to get people to uh, to make those uh, positive connections, and you're you're by using those old fashioned dating techniques, those courting techniques, taking those taking that uh, connection rate from fifteen percent all the way up to eighty five percent. That's just amazing. But one thing I, I really like what you said is you niche, you niche down. You say here's exactly who I serve, and here's how I I know I can best serve you. And even though it's LinkedIn, there might be people that I don't, I'm not the best at helping, and so mm -hmm. I need to put you with this other LinkedIn person. Build that network so that you can refer, and that's going to come back to you as well. So yeah, oh. my gosh, so you much. You know great what? Stuff you there. you mentioned something very important. You're talking about partners, you know, to help other people, right? Yeah. Um, I have something called the Troy Show. It's once a month, right? I think you're sponsoring the the next one. Yes, sir. And we have about about three thousand people every every month. We get five hundred thousand and something more. We just kind of started not too long ago. But I really couldn't run that show if I didn't have my partners, you know. And I figured out something. I was like, look, I got two audiences. I got this high end client audience that I pick one or two clients up a month, and it's residual, so it builds up, builds up, right? And that's cool, but I want to serve the other market, the market that can't afford everything uh, to get my information out there, to have them take action and and everything to kind of get them up to, to that stage, you know? And so we have that Troy show and, you know, we cap it off to X amount of people that will be allowed to show up and everything. But I was looking at it, how can I create a business model out of that, right? Mm -hmm. Because I'm a nice guy, but in the, the day I, I need to pay the bills. You know, I right. just moved and, and all this other stuff. I, I'm a single father, you know, and baby needs shoes. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> yeah. so, so to speak, she's not a baby. She's five. But so how do I make money on this art? And then how do I do it where I'm not doing all the work? And LinkedIn is great to build those partners, you know? Yeah. So I said, I needed two people. I need another really good LinkedIn guy, but different than me, a different flavor. You know, I'm more branding oriented and maybe this person's going to be more SEO oriented and we can overlap and I can learn a little bit, even although I'm a LinkedIn expert, I'm not an everything expert, you know, sure. and there's things that he may do better and I, or I may do better. And there's certain things we may not agree on. I said, well, who's the other person? And I said, I need that email person because these events highly depend on email deliverability because you have to promote certain ideas, promote certain people, promote certain, you know, CTAs, your, your, your individual target to, to convert. Right. And so I got an email guy. So I got Jean-Michel and I got Ed Forteau. Right. And so it was all for it. I was already getting numbers on the show. Jean-Michel said, Oh, I have to trick him. Right. And uh, it's not in a bad way. <laughs> I have to, I have to get him to want to really do this, you know? And how do I do that? I said, I can stroke his ego a little bit, just a little, 
and I can, I can get him some money. Not out of my pocket, but a little effort. Sure. So I said, hey, Jean-Michel, I'm redoing my profile. So, yeah. I said, yeah, can you help me? I'm, I'm going to run a Zoom recording on it, and you can help me with my profile. He said, why do you need help with your profile? Uh, I said, well, I need another pair of eyes on it, and I want you to go through everything. And we can have a little banter back and forth. We're not going to agree on everything. So we had a 45-minute meeting on a Zoom recorded. Mm-hmm. And uh, I took that meeting, and I chopped it up in seven videos. So I had three weeks worth of content. Wow. Right? So I chopped it up and had posts and everything, and people loved it. And he loved it. He's, oh, my gosh, I don't even post, and I'm getting all this engagement now. Troy, I got, I got like, I don't know if he got two or three clients out of it. And a client's a lot of money. Like, I'll charge a client, my uh, main client, I'll charge them minimum 3500 bucks up front and then $1,100 per month. And then if you get one client per month, you can see the you can see the compound. That's just on sure. that that revenue stream. And but I wanted to create a revenue stream down here mm-hmm. with numbers, numbers. So less cost, more more users, right? And uh, he says, "Well, I got these clients." What do you, I said, I said, "Yeah, that 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 uh, series of videos is almost like a course, isn't it?" He said, "Yeah, it is like a course." I said, "You think with my audience they they would buy that buy a course?" He said, "Yeah, they would." I said, "You want to help me with it?" He says, "Yeah, I do." <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do all the work. It's a lot of work, man, you know? Yeah. So so he, he does the first set of courses. We create a website. We split it three ways or whatever. And and we didn't want to pay for the course either. We want them to pay us for the course. So we did. I said, look, look, look. I said, okay, don't build a course yet. Because why? I said, get them to pay you to build a course. We'll do a live event, charge like $99 or whatever, $97 to, to go on the live three-day course, it's going to be four and a half hours. Definitely worth a hundred bucks, right? I said, concentrate on profile, you know, because a profile is like the first thing sure. you need to fix. Optimization, your settings, just so you're looking, you know, looking really dapper on LinkedIn, right? And we did that. We sold it. I don't know. We got maybe four or 5,000, whatever it was out of it. It covered our time. Absolutely. So everything kind of made sense, you know? And now we said, okay, we're going to finish these other courses. And I did the second set of courses and I'm integrating it into the package now. So you have over a hundred videos of everything about LinkedIn for, you know, the, I think the whole package is, I'm guessing 497 or whatever, but they can buy individual courses. They can go through it. And I said, you know what? We need to sell these because we can sell them off the show. I said, no, not really. 3000 people is not a lot of people. So what do you need? I said, I need a million people. I need 3 million people. That's, I said, that's where the money is. He said, well, how are we going to do that? I said, I know some people. (laughs) (laughs) And and I'm talking to Ed and I said, Hey, you did email lists. He said, yeah, percentages are different. I said, dude, just, just build those relationships. And then now I'm pushing Jean-Michel to do the same. And we say, okay, uh, this person has 3 million people on their social media. I have no idea if they're a good market or not. You know, they may not be the buying market. I said, but let's do something cheap to test the market. So what are we missing on the courses? He says, we're missing a career and working from home. I said, that's it. We'll do an hour and a half on that, and that will fill in the gap. And we'll charge $47 or $27, some kind of price or discount for a certain amount, and we'll have these partners. And we and I talk to them. I have a meeting with them, a couple meetings. We go back and forth. I said, okay, this is what we're doing. We'll give the partners 25% of their audience. 
we'll help you with images. I'll do a, I'll do a podcast with you or interview with you and, and, and to do that. So, okay, great, great. We talked to this other person. I said, oh yeah, we have a, a million on the email list and they're job seekers for 150K jobs and above. That's a good market. So I said, let's run a test on it. And we're doing it on the same show, right? Yeah. So we're having these mirror things. We're running a test on it. So both of them will be promoting for that show, but they have their own their own pages to to purchase, right? So they get their money and separate and all that. He says, "Yeah, sure. We'll we'll do uh, five and ten, and we'll do a hundred thousand people." I said, "Sure." That was a four minute phone call. Think about that. Sending a hundred thousand people. Say it's fifty bucks, right? Say you get one percent conversion. One percent, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of realistic, right? So, of a hundred thousand, you get a thousand, right? So you get a thousand times fifty. You know, it's five grand, right? No, fifty grand. Fifty. 50 grand, it's 50 yeah. grand. And so I said, if it works out, we get a little, we get a little change. We get some money coming in and they see that that model works. So now they're going to push harder on their networks. They're going to, instead of that hundred thousand, he may put it out to a million people. You know, that person that has 3 million on their social media, they see an avenue of money on that little test. And so those are ideas of how to create business from partnerships and it's all through linkedin so it's all about networking and building relationships wow wow there's some powerful powerful examples that you just gave there and it is it's all about creating those it's it's one thing to have ten thousand connections but of those ten thousand how many are you truly connect have a really good meaningful connection with where they know you you know them and you can actually then turn that into a business relationship all over LinkedIn, all over using messaging, jump on a Zoom call and and just start start brainstorming ideas. And when you're thinking about your events, there's so much that you could do with your events and when you're partnering, whether from an exhibitor, from a sponsorship standpoint, from a show planner standpoint, mm -hmm. reaching out to your reaching out to your exhibitors and and finding that mutual ground and how you can help each other. Just really, really powerful stuff. As as we, we go to wrap up a little bit here, tell us a little bit about LinkedIn events and how, how businesses can use them. Yeah, so they have LinkedIn events, they have LinkedIn Live. I use LinkedIn events because it's a central place. It's a page where okay. we can collect emails. And they end up being a Zoom and that sort of thing. But it not only collects the emails, it has a way to chat to the audience. You have your own like uh, LinkedIn feed in there as well and stuff like that. And so we use that to kind of centralize that data. And then, and then we take the emails and we actually email people. That's a simplistic version. But there's so much that you can do to kind of build events too. I have a document that goes out line by line and how do we support an event you know, if, if we did it for another company or how they can do it. And it has some very, very simple steps. For example, you are a sponsor and I say, hey, you can invite a thousand people a week. You're like, oh, that sounds like a lot. You know, no, it's, it, it literally takes seven minutes to do. And you go in there and click on the state, you, you scroll down, you click all, scroll down until you get to a thousand, right? And mm -hmm. you hit invite. Only a small percentage of people will ever even see it. But that's one thing that you can do on a normal basis. So say you got 20 sponsors and each of those sponsors say have 3000 people, right? And, and they go in with you and say, okay, I will, you know, 3000, you know, 1000 a week, the events four weeks out, you're getting some numbers and not just numbers, you're getting numbers from different networks. 
Sure. You know, and then you build up these individuals and those sponsors more than likely say, I kind of like what you got going on. I know this guy. And that's where you get these larger sponsorships, you know, these larger partnership deals, you know, where they got large numbers. Everyone knows someone, but they have, it has to click in their mind. They have to like you and it has to make sense to do that. And it's a, that reduces all the friction because it's a one-two punch. You got a huge list and you're sending out to something that your audience needs. You can get a percentage of conversions and you're getting money on top of it. You know, it's a win-win situation. So it's what we call a one-two punch done. Very, very simple because we're here providing value and in offering not just tips and how to do stuff, but we're actually building these friendships, you know, along the way. Love so. it. Absolutely love it. So Troy, as we, as we wrap up, you gave so much great information today. If you want people to leave with one or two main, main tips, what do you want them to leave with today? Oh yeah. So I would say do not sell, yes. build relationships and be a human. So if you're, if you are a good person and you know the concept of old fashioned dating, that's where you want to do. And also I look for people that have similar, similar values than I do. So understand what your values are and find the, find your tribe, find the people that can relate to you, you know? And if you're a total douchebag, then you, you need to, <laughs> you're going to have a problem, you know? <laughs> You have to learn how to, you know, you have to relearn from, from the ground. And, and I'm not saying I was a total douchebag, but I was very type A and I didn't care if I hurt people's feelings or not, you know, and to a certain, to a certain respect that, that's still true because you can't, you can't give the kitchen sink out to, to everyone. Right. You have to have a limit on what you can do. But because I'm a little older now, my rough edges have, have rounded a little bit. And at the end of the day, I realize helping other people actually makes me feel good. You know, it's a little selfish. You think about it like, oh, actually helping people actually makes me feel good. If I feel good, I can go out and do, you know, I can convert better because people see that energy and 70, 80% of the conversion is not, fa not factual stuff. That's the stuff on the tail end. It's like, can I trust this guy? Can he really get me where I need to go? Do I feel that way? That, that's 70, 80% of the decision making. The rest of the stuff is, oh, okay, I, now I see the system and they checked off all the boxes. They're more likely to convert into that partner or client or whatever it is that you're seeking. Those are great, great <laughs> tips, great takeaways. Now, if people are going, oh my gosh, I'm just loving what Troy is saying, relating, what's the best way for them to reach out to you to find out more about what the trade agency does? Maybe your LinkedIn accelerator program. Yeah, sure. Just connect with me um, on uh, LinkedIn. It's just my first name, last name, Troy. Last name's Hippolito, H-I-P-O-L-I-T-O. And I'm the not-so-boring LinkedIn guy. When you send a connection request, though, post a message saying, hey, I, 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 saw, I, I listened to you on Jim's <laughs> podcast, and I'll know who it is because I only accept uh, certain invites and stuff like that. If I feel like you're spamming me, I just kind of will kind of ignore it. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> I love it. And I'll, I will post that. Of course, you're going to want people to connect with you on LinkedIn, of course. But yeah, I will, yeah. I'll put all that in the show notes. Troy, really, really appreciate you taking the time, sharing your expertise, sharing your, your wisdom with, with the world today. And wow, it's just, just awesome just hearing all this great stuff. Awesome. Thank you for having me, Jim. I appreciate it. It's my pleasure. And everyone continue to, to learn, get into LinkedIn, 
hook up with Troy, connect with him, see what he's doing. Check out the Troy show. It's fantastic. Great, great information. Every single episode that, that, that he does just outstanding and continue to binge here at trade university. Come back here on campus each week. We'll see you next time.